Iowa everywhere. Hey guys, it's Chris Williams here on your Sunday evening, introducing the Ben Bruns Cyclone Sunday podcast for this week. Bruns uh, delivers a fantastic piece as he is uh, analyzing not just went da- what went down on Saturday in Lawrence, Iowa State losing 14 to 11 to Kansas, but just in general, state of the program, all of that good stuff, a perspective that you, I promise you, you have not heard anywhere else. It's phenomenal. And I want to thank our friends at Fairway Meat and Grocery for bringing us the Ben Brun Cyclone Sunday podcast here on Iowa Everywhere, of course. Two guys named Chris, also presented by our friends at Fairway. 8.30, you can listen to it live. Watch it every Monday and Thursday on wherever we're streaming, YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, all that good stuff. Or, of course, you can listen to it here on the Iowa Everywhere podcast. But without any further ado, a man who's much smarter about the game of football than myself, here he is, the former All-American, Ben Bruns. Time to go inside the game that was and look ahead to what's up next. What's up next? Ben Bruns has the answers and analysis. It's Cyclone Sunday with Ben Bruns. Only on Iowa Everywhere. All right, everybody, what's up? Ben Bruns, Iowa Everywhere, Cyclone Sunday. And uh, boy, do we have a game to talk about today. Um, obviously, super disappointing results for the Cyclones uh, yesterday in Lawrence. And a stadium that, frankly, is unlike any that I ever saw uh, in my time at Iowa State. You know, there there were um, a handful of Jayhawk teams that were really good under Mark Mangino. We all know that. No, they weren't an Orange Bowl in that time period. But um, I think this atmosphere, especially after having, you know, been down for so long, um, was was really good or, or pretty good. And uh, seeing people in the stands, seeing them go out on the field afterward, uh, hats off to them. Kansas wanted to lose this football game. They expected to lose this football game. There were multiple occasions where they tried to give this football game away. You heard Lance Leipold talk about it afterward. He said the same thing. It's just true. They did not expect to win this game. And Iowa State uh, found a way to to allow that to happen. And, you know, I, I, I think if you start with what's the overall picture of the game, like, did it go how Iowa State wanted to in almost every way? Absolutely, right? You, Iowa State held Kansas to a third of their traditional of their average offensive output, a third of their points. It's it's um, the game was played at Iowa State's tempo and pace. The difference is that Iowa State did not execute in the kicking game and. You know, we'll get into that a little bit more uh, in a little bit. But this this is a game that uh, you have to look at this Iowa State defense and say that uh, everything you wanted to do, you got done. And, you know, 14 points for a very talented um, KU offense, 10 first downs. Kansas had 10 first downs, 14 points, and they still found a way to win. Well, why? Why did they find a way to win? You know, uh, I've had 
a lot of great questions uh, from, from friends texting, from uh, you know people on Twitter saying, you know, tell us about this, tell us about that, um, and and a lot of specifics pointed toward Tom Manning, a lot of specifics pointed toward the offensive line, and, and, and a lot of questions um, around Hunter, Hunter Decker's play. Here, here's, here's what happened in the game. Kansas played cover for pretty much all day. They, they had two deep safeties, and the corners played soft almost all day. Iowa State runs a read-style offensive pass scheme. So you're trying to understand what people are going to do in the coverage and then make breaks and make plays uh, associated with that. There was nothing to read because it was the same coverage all day. And, you know, it's a lot like the defense that Iowa plays consistently. And, And Lance Leipold won 110 games and had six losses at Wisconsin Whitewater with six national championships for a darn reason, because he watches the film of the people that he plays against, and he sees what works against them. He saw what Iowa did in their defense, basically did that with the exception of the fact that they said, we're going to play the looser on those corners and make sure that you can't fit the ball down the seams along the outside. Iowa State actually did fit some balls in to those, to those spots, X had a touchdown that uh, that he dropped uh, after a great play from the safety. But guess what? The safety's right there. He's going to take the play away because he's in position to make a play on the football. You want to know why there's sacks? There's sacks because there's nobody to throw the ball to. No one. You want to know why we have to check it down all game long? Because you had to check it down all game long. That's what was there. Kansas made Iowa State have to try and dictate the, the offense in a way that took away an entire phase of the game, right? So Iowa State, when your read game is gone in terms of your passing game, now you've got to call route trees that, that force the defense into what you want. And if I have one criticism of Tom Manning, and by the way, Iowa State had 20 first downs, which is enough to win a game. You, you know, when I, was, when I was playing, we had a, a metric. You know, everything's metrics, right? One of the metrics that we had is 20 first downs. You make 20 first downs, you got a darn good chance to win a football game. Iowa State had 20 first downs. Kansas had 10. Utter domination in terms of moving the ball. Iowa State, 90 more yards. A third more yardage than Kansas. And yet lose in, in, in you know somewhat inexplicable fashion. Um, it, it's because... What Iowa State wanted to do and what Iowa State is used to doing wasn't there. And and you're left with having to try and check things down. As the game went on, Kansas got better at underneath coverage because they could see where Iowa State was trying to throw things. The Cyclones weren't able to to dictate uh, pace, especially in the red zone, to try and make Kansas um, defend it differently. And, and you end up having to kick field goals. You know, the fourth and one call uh, with less than a minute on the clock, um, I, 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 think, I think here's the deal. Um, I, don't mind, I don't mind kicking the field goal in fourth and one in, in that situation where you think you're in the right spot. The problem with overtime is that overtime is inherently reliant on your kicker. Iowa State cannot rely on its kicker. We have a freshman kicker. 
he has uh, made a bunch of kicks this year, but they haven't been pretty, right? You get an extra point where the where the snap is high, and thank goodness you end up with a two point conversion to to keep you in the game. This the special teams unit, this kicking unit is not good. It's it's just it's just a fact of life. So if you look at that choice and you say, okay, you know what could Coach Campbell do differently? You you could say, sure, go for it on fourth and one. I've stated converted a bunch of fourth downs in the game. Guess what? The more fourth downs you convert the lower the probability of converting the next fourth down. It's just odds, right? So I, I don't hate I don't hate that call, but I do I do think that uh, it, it was going to move us into a situation where you get into overtime, you're gonna have to kick field goals. And and obviously he hadn't missed the kick yet, right? So that's hindsight's twenty twenty. Um Hunter Deckers threw a lot of good passes in this game. He really did. He, he, he threw some balls into some tight spots. And Iowa State's receivers, uh, X played great. Dimitri Stanley played great. Uh, uh, Jalen played great. You know, um, it, it, it and, and the protection, frankly, was there for the most part when coverage wasn't just taking everything away. Kansas uh, won some battles up front. Their defensive tackles played a great game against Iowa State's interior three. I felt like uh, it was probably, uh, you know, not as good of a performance from the left side of Iowa State's line as as we've seen uh, in recent recent past. But you know, um, hey, this, this is this is uh, there's talent on the other side too, and I I think um, if if a twist gets home after you know thousand one thousand two thousand three. Which is when they were getting, when they were getting there, it's because everybody's covered. I watched it over and over and again, over again. I'm trying to figure out who's open. Nobody's open. So uh, I, I think you got a young quarterback in his fifth start. Uh, I love his short memory, but there's not a lot out there. And uh, if if you know if the coaching staff can improve one thing it's to get the call in faster it's to be more definitive with the strategy about how to attack a defense but now you got to flip to the running game okay because what Kansas was giving Iowa State they're basically saying you you run the ball against our seven uh, the safeties are not going to be involved at all in the run game we don't think you can do it Turns out Kansas was uh, very much correct, especially when Iowa State is at their, their third-string tailback. And Iowa State has not gotten any production from their tight ends in blocking this year. Jared Russ has been awesome at that at that fullback spot. He's playing a wing uh, position a lot, and he's doing a nice job. Uh, but Iowa State is not playing the usual sets and formations that they would attack a cover-four defense with like what Kansas was running because – they're not getting production from the tight end position in the running game. Um, could the offensive line be better? Yeah, but you know what I saw on the film. I, I saw one missed assignment. Uh, you know, left guard uh, let a guy run through, um, and uh, on a on a combo block um, where he doubled down on the on the interior guy should have doubled on the outside guy. Uh, linebacker scraped outside. Uh, and it was a three-yard loss. But you know what? We ended up converting for a first down on the next uh, uh, couple of plays anyway. So these are not terminal issues. Iowa State at times ran the football okay. But um, we also threw it 48 times in the game. 
and you can't throw the football 48 times in a game against cover four and expect to uh, score a bunch of points, you know, 21st downs because you're grinding out long drives. Uh, it was good enough offensive play today to win the football game. There's no doubt. It was good enough offensive football to win the football game. What wasn't good was special teams. And, you know, Iowa State uh, is is in a position um, where, you know, we, we got we got a young we got a, we got a freshman kicker, right? And and he's doing his best. But this is crazy pressure. Um, this is next level stuff. And you know, you look back to um, 2018. Iowa State uh, um, gave a scholarship to Braden Narvison. 2019. Um, didn't, uh, didn't scholar, didn't scholarship anybody. Um, 2020, uh, scholarshiped another kicker didn't work out 2021, bring in Andrew Mevis as a transfer, had a great season, but essentially those misses in prior years, I was, it's trying to bring in a kicker, uh, in, in every class, um, which is unusual, frankly. Um, but you know, they had a really, really, really good kicker. One of Jamie Cole's guys committed and, uh, he decommitted late, really late, like way too late, um, insultingly late. And, um, and you know, now, now we got a, a guy who was a late recruit for Iowa state, uh, trying to, trying to make these plays. And, um, it's going to take time and, and, uh, hopefully he can, he can get there, but, uh, it's a big difference in the game. And, you know, when you play the style of football that Iowa state is playing right now, you need, you need great kicking and, and just by and large, Iowa state has not played well in the, in the kicking phase of the game, whether it's punting, whether it's punt coverage, whether it's kick coverage, whether it's uh, kickoff, whether it's, uh, you know, the kicking game, uh, if, if you want to, uh, have a criticism of this, uh, of, of Matt Campbell's time, it's in that phase of the game and, and really in that phase of the game alone, you know, don't, don't, let's not talk about Tom Manning. Tom Manning's had some great offenses. Let's not talk about, uh, let's not talk ever. Nobody talks about the defense because, uh, uh, John Hecox's crew does such a good job, but, this this was a game that was lost uh, in a situation where there's only one guy on the team who could do that job, and and the team put him up in a position where he could do it, and it's really unfortunate. And you know what? There's nobody that feels worse about this than him. No one, no one. If you're listening to this and you're pissed off about it, guess what? Imagine what it's like to be him this morning. Okay, we are all entitled to nothing. Right. Uh, he, he has to try and live up to his own expectations and, and the expectations of his teammates and his and his family and where he's from and, um, you know, all of Cyclone Nation. And that's hard. It's so hard. Um, some some really good stuff. Um, number one, uh, you know, 10 plus minutes of possession is, is good stuff. Um, the. Uh, uh, the play of the defensive line. I, I felt like uh, a couple guys had their had their best game up front. 
uh, in particular, uh, I really felt like Isaiah Lee, uh, Singleton, MJ Anderson. You hear me talk about MJ every week. I really like how he's playing. Uh, but Singleton, um, Will McDonald, uh, all, all played great. But Isaiah Lee was better, uh, I think, than any other big man in this game for Iowa State. And uh, he's going to be our big man of the game. That's off, Isaiah. Great work, man. Great work. Battled. He battled. That's that's a, a pretty salty KU run uh, front and uh, uh, held him way, 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 way below averages and really took away all the interior option game that they want to run, forced him into speed option situations, and Iowa State is good at bringing strength uh, in the alley and off the corners. MVP of the game, Orion Vance. It's not close. Uh, you know, he was – I think it's his best game as a Cyclone. Um, I, I'm, I'm serious. He played great. Uh, X was great, but uh, Orion was really, really good. That strip uh, that strip that he had, um, the fumble, and then he recovers it. It's a big-time play. Um, when you're on your third-string running back and, and you lost uh, one of the best – uh, running backs in college football from a year ago. It's a big deal. But but way more than that, and I've heard people be frustrated about uh, Matt Campbell's time and tenure, and somebody sent me a tweet and said, you know, it was soft, bad special teams, bad offense. Um, had people compare Tom Manning to Brian Ferentz. Uh, you know, that is... That is is not a fair comparison. Um, it is it is a situation where um, Iowa State, stop and think about this. So Iowa State had a prolific senior class two years ago. Won a Fiesta Bowl. Greatest team in school history. Uh, you know, you can come pull my ring off my finger from, from our um, – from our nine and three season uh, in the inside bowl. And, and uh, we can fight about who, who was the best, but, you know, uh, I, I think it's certainly fair to say uh, the accomplishments of that group are beyond compare with any other team in school history. There are more um, people who were the best at their position in school history, statistically uh, by, by way of draft class, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, than in any other time in Iowa State history in that group two years ago. And guess what? They all came back. They all came back for another crack at it last year. And the senior class from last year had some pretty good dudes in it. And so most of those guys didn't come back. A couple of them did. X is here, right, uh, having a, a great year, using his COVID year. Um, but... Iowa State really lost two senior classes, not one, last year. And it was not a soft landing for this this crew. Uh, there's a whole bunch of new faces in really critical positions all over the field. And we can say that Matt Campbell and the coaching staff should, should this far into the tenure should be in a better position. Guess what? We're Iowa State. We are down home cooking. We are player development. We are uh, win in the margins. Well, we didn't win in those margins in, in some phases of the game uh, yesterday. We didn't win in the margins in some phases in in, in the special teams uh, 
we don't do that very often, right? So, so there's a place where we can be critical, but the reality is we really shouldn't be critical. This has been an incredible era of cyclone football and it's a young football team and this season isn't over. The road is harder ahead. I will tell you that. I, I do not believe that this KU ball club is one of the top uh, three teams in the Big 12. I just don't believe it. And nor do I believe that, that um, Baylor is either. So we're, we're going to find out who is uh, over the course of a raucous uh, next few weeks. But what fun. You know, what fun. I mean, yeah, it sucks to lose that game. It sucks to lose to Kansas. It's humiliating, right? Um, but they went on the road, and, and they and they beat a Duke, Duke team that had a ton of success last year, right? Um, I'm not saying that they're – they wanted to lose yesterday, and we didn't let them. That's – we can all be upset about that. But our program is in a really good place. And, you know, is it is it what we want it to be this year? I, who knows, right? I, I, I don't think so. I think it's going to be hard to go to a bowl game that we're all proud of and, and feel really good about this thing at the end of the day. After a game like yesterday, you wonder where the wins are going to come from. But I, I just think uh, you show up on Saturday and see what happens, right? You know, every time – We've had a serious doubt of a Matt Campbell football team. What has happened? Think back. Think back. What'd they do? You, know, you get beat by Louisiana in a year that you're preseason number seven in a game that you didn't plan to schedule. And then all of a sudden, and, and things are totally insane and weird. And guys aren't practicing because of COVID and, and, and all of that. And then you go down and, and you gut out a, a a really intense win against TCU. This, this Iowa State team has come back from things like this before. And I'm not going to be the one who sits here and tells you that they can't do it this year. Um, is it hard to watch sometimes? Yeah, it's hard to watch. I mean, you know, that, that uh, when you lose a game uh, with two doinked field goals and one that's not even close, that's tough, right? That's tough. Um. I tweeted last night. I, I, uh, when I was a young guy, I felt like uh, I felt like the kickers should have to do the same stuff that we did. The kickers would come to practice and they'd have like food and stuff in their in their hand warmer, uh, and they'd be eating they'd be eating snacks. Uh, well, you know, I felt like I was going to throw up and I'm bashing my head against Ryan Harclaw and uh, you know just scrapping and clawing for every single thing, every every play um, in practice just to survive. Um, and, and by, by the time I was done, I didn't care if those guys ever showed up until Saturday. If you make the kick, we're good. I don't care what you can be out there. Uh, Ty Stewart used to swing, used to practice chip shots at practice. I'm told, right? Guess what? Ty Stewart showed up and banged field goals through the uprights. Um, as long as you make, make plays, make kicks, we're good. I feel like the punt team has really come a long way in a short period of time. Uh, the kickoff return and kickoff coverage units have, have been solid. This kicking unit is is going to force Matt Campbell to have to do different strategy throughout the course of the year, probably, right? And he's probably going to have to go for it on fourth and one in situations like that going forward. It's okay. It's okay. We can all get our head around that. 
Um, you just got to convert and then you got to go score a touchdown. And, you know, I, I, I have good friends who said, uh, hey, the problem that Iowa State has is not scoring touchdowns in the red zone. Sure. Uh, hey, you know what? What we're best at is throwing the ball deeper down the field to, uh, you know, big wide receivers. And, you know, when you're playing secondaries, they're going to defend deep down the field um, every play and you get compressed, it gets harder to do. So uh, I'm not mad about uh, I'm not mad about where we were. Uh, you just want to make those kicks. Iowa State didn't make the kicks. What do you do? Thanks for uh, listening to a uh, little Cyclone Sunday. And uh, the sun will come up tomorrow and the next day and the day after that. Uh, I don't know how many wins we're going to have this year. I hope everybody shows up at Jack Trice. And uh, we have a, a great, uh, great go of it uh, coming up. Thanks. Cheers. Iowa everywhere.